The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. Let's start with Pat Beverly. I said this a couple weeks ago, I think, and I guess it, it, I didn't say it emphatically enough because I didn't realize it needed to be said it more emphatically. Punch Pat- the table when you say it. Patrick Beverly's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I know people here don't like to say that because he used to be our bitch. He's still a bitch. You know, it was completely intentional. It was completely Bush League. And there was no point in it. You were getting your ass kicked. The game was over. And what are you doing even walking over there? I think now maybe people are starting to realize how messed up it is here. Like how bad the roster is. Yeah. How there's no way to make it better. They're still in cap held. And they've got guys running the show who I don't trust to make it better. Cap hell is a little misleading. I think that's not really fair. But I'll give Nick credit because he's fixed the salary cap problem. Listen, I'll dog on these guys all day long because they, they are clowns. But I'll give them credit when they do something right. And they've done that right with the caps. So they're not in cap hell. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number three. This is freaking awesome. 713-780. ESPN's your number. 713-780-3776. can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. You're good to go. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. Okay, I'm totally distracted because there's a bald chick on ESPN. Yeah, she's sealing my haircut. Mm. Um... They're, they just. She looks better in that dress than you do, though. She probably does. Uh, they just announced the best NBA player finalists. Yeah, Nikola Jokic, Steph Curry, uh, Luka Doncic, 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 Donkey. and Chris Paul. Oh, that's got to be from just last night, right? I don't know. Like, that, that's got to be like knee jerk. And by the way, let me say this. It, uh, this Chris isn't ESPY stuff, is it? It uh, is ESPY oh. stuff. No, yeah, this I, is the nomination show. I want to say oh this about Chris Paul. Why'd you change it? I'm trying to see who these nominees are. I'm not I, I'm not trying to to pee on, uh, I, I guess maybe it's rain on Chris Paul's parade. No, you can pee on it. Okay. I'm not trying to pee on Chris Paul's parade, but... While we were talking about Pat Beverly, and you heard that in the recap, the rewind, like let's remember Chris Paul's also a little bitch a lot of times too. Like there's been yeah. a lot of he's a he's not a he's a, he's a dirty player. Like he's not a uh, uh, he's he's not above the little elbow. I mean he's he's he punches guys in the balls accidentally. That's not on accident. Uh, you know I I think it's unfair of you to say such horrible things about him. So I'm just saying like let, let's not forget. That Chris Paul's no, he he's not a golden boy either. No, but he ain't Pat Beverly. He ain't Pat Beverly. I mean, I, like Pat I, Beverly's out there trying to tear ACLs on people. He's a bad guy. So, but Chris Paul's not like he ain't a choir boy either. Well, that's not that's not no no Chris Paul hatred. Come on, now, if you want to say he doesn't belong in the top four of that, I well, agree. he certainly. Do, I mean, you heard the the three names that he's with. Yeah. One of these things is not like the That's other. true. But if you're going to do best player from the season, 
And I, I get Joker won the MVP. If it's best player, I think I'm going Steph Curry. He was amazing, and he carried that team. I think Steph should be in the conversation, I, and and Luca too. I mean, I, I think. I mean, I I would have had Kevin Durant as the fourth guy in that discussion. I I feel like, but I don't make the rules. So, and somebody says Lewis Hamilton isn't even leading F one this season. Well, why is he? Why is he? Uh, I, I don't nominated? know, and I don't know if that's true because you know you could be you could be totally just that could be a made up lie. Yeah, I don't know. So I'd like to know why. It, I mean, and. Why are you picking an F1 guy? Is that just to get some audience from across the pond? I don't know. Hmm. I'm just curious. So, so really, there's a selection show now for a made-up selection show for a made-up award show. That's where we are. Yes. Do, do we know who this angel, this bald little angel is? You like her, huh? Well, you know I like that look. I didn't know you were into bald folks. Bald women. Here I've been here uh, with you for eleven oh, years. Seriously, and you're like oh, like you're I, so hot, bald Hoffman. No, no, you never heard me mention bald Natalie Portman, have you? Duh. I've always been into bald women. You know that. You've been making fun of that for years. Her name is Christine Williamson. Okay. Her Twitter is at it's the bald girl. Oh, there you go. She's owning the look. You gotta consider, like, if you can, if you're a woman. And listen, I'm I'm just gonna say this. I, I I'll probably catch heat for it. I don't care. Yeah, I'm not into bald women. You're it's almost prob- out of here. It's probably yeah. I'm I'm leaving anyway. I'm getting I'm I'm getting out of the radio business. So no one cares what I say now. <laughs> I, I'm not into bald women. It's not the look that I'm looking for. But I will admit, if I were into bald women, like she she wears it well. Yeah. Uh, and maybe I'm not into bald women because I'm bald. That's like, probably maybe it. if I had a full head of hair, maybe I'd be more accepting of a bald woman. But I feel like a bald on bald relationship, like even a gay couple with two bald guys, that's that, that's not going to happen. Well, I mean, yeah, it does. If they're handsome bald guys, a lot of guys look good. See, here's the thing: a lot of guys look good bald. It's a bold look for a woman. It is very bold. And and, and I'll I'll just and I'll give you three. I mean, obviously, I like this one, but bald Natalie Portman v for Fendetta. Go look mm-hmm. that up. Go look up Persis Cambada from Star Trek. And okay. If you, if you looked that up her picture and tell me she's not hot and she's completely bald, Star Trek bald, Persis Kambata. Jean-Luc Picard? No, not her. I mean him. <laughs> God, now I'm, I'm dude. Ugh. That one's going to get me in trouble. You want to bang the bald dude from Star no, Trek? No, no. Star Trek, the first movie. And she died at like 42 years old from cancer. It was a shame. She was very beautiful. Was she bald because she had cancer? No, no. She was bald in the movie because she was an alien chick. Okay. So, uh, 713-780. Oh, what was the third one? Uh, You said you've got three. Oh, well, no. I said this one here is Oh, doing she's it. your top three? Well, I mean, she's just three that I'm mentioning. Okay. My top two are She does look good the- in the dress. Yeah, she's got the dress working for her. But I would say it's really nice if you if you can pull off the bald look. Boy, that's a lot of maintenance that you're down. Yeah. Um, I'll uh, be honest. Like, and I, I've, I've often wondered. I don't know what I was paying for haircuts per hair. Like, it's been and inflation's probably. I've I've been bald since I would say 2000. I started shaving my head in 2007. Um, so I don't know how much money I've spent on razors in that time. And I don't remember what I was paying per haircut. 
But I have to be saving money on haircuts, right? I don't want to tell you the la- what I spent on my last one. Which now, to be fair, it well, was the first go, one in two years. You don't go to a man barber. No. A man barber, like, if it's if it's 30... Uh, well, again, I forgive me for inflation, man barbers out there. If I went to a high-end man barber and I paid $30 plus tip... I would be like, man, that's an expensive haircut. Now, I I haven't let a woman cut my hair since I was probably 12 years old. I didn't I don't like I mean, I that's it I'm See, I, I only let, I'm a known sexist. I only let women and gay guys cut my hair. Okay. I only let black men and Mexican men cut my hair. Okay. So, what about you, Aaron? Who cut your hair? Uh, it usually depends. There was a spot that I was going to, but I'm actually going tomorrow morning to a new spot that's over by me. It's a barber shop. Uh, I'm getting my haircut and my beard trimmed for 35. Okay. Will it be a black man or a Mexican man or uh, a I white think he's man? Hispanic. Okay. And you feel good about that? Yeah. What about I your mean, old, What I, about your old spot? What was the race and sex of the person who was cutting your hair? Uh, it was mostly Hispanic women. Ooh. But it was a place that served whiskey and beer. <laughs> I like how we both go. Mm. Uh, uh. But this place. So the cool thing about this new place. That was AJ who's leaving. Okay. I just want to make that clear. That was me only. Who canceled <laughs> me, bitch? Did you just dump me? No. Oh, what'd you push? Cancel me, bitch. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, I thought you reached over balls, to dump yeah. me or no. something. Uh, the cool thing I like about this new place is they have every single person who works there. They had them create their own specific work Instagram account where they post work that they've done. So you can look at how technical they are, like who's got the who's better at making a good fade, which is what I want. Uh, so that'd, be, got, that'd be depressing for me because everybody I look at is going to be way better looking than me, and my hair is not going to look like that. So there. Well, I'll have a glass of whiskey at like 10 a.m., get my hair cut, my beard trimmed, and then come in here and do press box. I don't uh, take no haircut from no woman, by the way. <laughs> Pelly <laughs> rat. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. I, I spent $100 on my last one. What? Well, now... Because I had it cut, I had the color put in it and everything else. I had the full thing done. I hadn't had it cut in two years, so I wanted everything done right now. I, I'm probably going to deviate from my women and gay guys because one of my friends has a place down near me that where he cuts hair, and uh, I've gotten to know him a little bit, and so I kind of feel like I need to go to his place next. Support support your buddies, right? Uh, it's Hey Angel says I pay a gay guy twenty five bucks. He's great. Uh, zero fold says I pay 14 bucks and tip another four to five. Um, now, now honestly, the hundred included the tip. I think it was like 80 and I think I tipped 20. Okay. But I feel like if you're a woman who decides to go with the bald look, there's, there's two things about that. Your prep time, you're like, you know what? Here's something I know from being married and I don't know why I ever asked about this, but it was a mistake. Don't ever ask your wife how much she pays for shampoo and conditioner. Because I started seeing like the it. I didn't. It wasn't like Suave or Herbal Essence or some stuff that you could buy at at, uh, at Walmart or H E B. I started seeing stuff in my shower that was like it came in really tiny bottles, and I was like, uh oh, and it had like some sort of foreign language on it. I was like, uh oh. How much is this stuff? It ain't a good thing to know. You'd rather just not know. So, yeah. A, don't don't know how much your wife is spending on hair products. B, if you decide to go bald as a woman, 
it's very difficult to go back. It's because you have to go through what I don't know if this again. I, I'll just say this because I don't know. I don't know if this will get me canceled or not. I, if it gets uh, me you're already canceled, you're I'm, leaving. I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. Me, yeah. bitch. Cancel away. You have to go through. If you go from really short hair, like if you go from if you're a woman and you go from bald to having hair again, you have to go through what's called the lesbian haircut phase, where even no matter what your sexual preference, you look like what every lesbian in 1984 looked like. Uh, and that's that's a tough phase to get through. That's why some women are scared to cut their hair real short because you might have to go through that lesbian phase. All right. Um, when we go to break, I want you to look at this picture and you tell me what you think of this. Show. This this is this is my number one of bald women. Like not even close. Even more so than bald Natalie Portman. But since she's not alive anymore, I kind of feel like you know. Okay. I'm. It, it, you can't fantasize about dead people, right? That's necrophilia. That's wrong. That's wrong, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just I had a dream. No, you're about- fantasizing about them when they're alive. That should be fine. Like- well, I mean, just as the Star Trek chick, right? Yeah. So like, just it, like I know that like Marilyn Monroe. Like if I wanted to fantasize see I'm not using any disgusting word here. I want to fantasize to Marilyn Monroe in the dress. Is that okay? But I kind of feel like, well, no, she's a corpse. I once had a sex dream about a person who was never alive in my lifetime. Is that wrong? No. Well, it's kind of like, yeah, okay. That's, okay. All right. Well, that's good then. Yeah. Judy, I mean, it, I had a I had It was a Judy Garland, by the way. Oh, okay. I found Judy Garland so alluring oh, back yeah. in the day. Uh, and then I remembered her, like I've heard, uh, I've heard audio of her as like a crazy drunk person. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I would have pounded that out when she was like a loon. You know, my, uh, my... She was dead long before I ever was born. One was Mary Pickford. Mary Magdalene, you mean? No, Mary Mary Magdalene. <laughs> I actually had sex with her, but Mary No, Mary Pickford was an actress in the early 1900s and if you read the stories about her, it's like, "Oh my god, I, I would so have had a great time with her." Somebody says coloring your hair is not cool, man. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, if I don't Coloring your hair is cool. Consider Fred Miles Davis. Honestly, uh, you can think that all you want. I think it's just fine. I think you're I'm, out here I'm, battling. I'm fine with it. You know, eat my balls. Women do it all the time, and it's totally, totally all right. So, hey, one more thing I've got. I want to do on the other side is um, Darren Ravel brought out because today is National uh, Name Image Likeness Day. It's official. These college kids are making dough now. Good for them. And he made a list of the top twenty athletes most likely. To capitalize on their name, image, and likeness, he it, it, like he's who he. This is who Darren Ravel thinks has the most marketing power. Cool, and I will get to the Vin Diesel story. I promise. Aaron will not let me get through the whole show without it. Quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5.
You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. Crank that up for a second. I just want to hear this. I love these guys. I, I know it's, it's stupid, but... Gotta leave town, got another apartment. Yeah. What's wrong with, with liking Jet? I don't know, man. It's like, for some reason, if you like Jet or you like Buck Cherry, you're an idiot. And I love both those bands. So, oh, uh, Buck Cherry's the worst. See, see what well, I what's mean? wrong with Jet? Do what? What's wrong with Jet? I didn't say anything was wrong I know, with Fred Jet. Said I know, but I, I, I get hatred, I I get hatred for both of those bands. Don't I mean, Buck Cherry writes songs that are really for just dudes in the bar who, like, uh, you know who Buck Cherry's for? Joe Schilling. No. Yeah, that's who Buck Cherry's no. for. No. Guys who just knock out random guys at the bar because they can. That's what Buck Cherry's for. Dude, Am play, I right or wrong, Aaron? Play that She Loves the Cocaine song. Come on. Play that. that that's the worst. No. That's like the, that's that's the number the one best. example. No, that's awesome. Um, by the way, I'm on a plane with cocaine. Okay, if, if you don't. If you and don't. I'm all lit up again. Yeah. What's wrong with that? That, I'm not. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying know, that's you're, you're, the song for people who knock out random drunk no. guys at a bar. I, I love that song. I've never knocked out a random drunk guy at a bar. All right. Or been knocked out. Yeah, but then you fantasize about it. Then. Yeah, that's different, man. That's what, that's what I do at home with my hand. In my, anyway, uh, win a four-pack of tickets to see Texas Hill this Saturday, July 3rd at Lagoon Fest, Texas. You and three friends also win an afternoon pass. So come early and take a dip in the lagoon before the concert. Lagoon Fest, Texas is the world's largest lagoon in Texas, located in Texas City. The Summer Concert Series is just kicking off, so keep listening to win tickets to other shows all summer long. See a list of live concerts and get tickets now at LagoonFestTexas.com. 6.30, caller 3. Boom, done. So, uh, Darren You're going Ravel, to see Texas King of the Hill. Darren, King of the Hill? Yeah, that's his name. Texas King of the Hill. All right. Uh, not really. Uh, that boy ain't right. That band ain't right. Uh, Darren Rovell made a list since July 1 is now Name Image Likeness Day. Okay. College kids are now richer than us, Fred. I mean, yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, at least these ones are. Now. Well, let's let's hear what they're going to get before I, I'll agree to that. Well, I, don't, I mean, it doesn't say what they're going to get, oh, but well. these are the top 20 most profitable athletes. Okay. Um. This num- number 20, I'm not so sure about. Mitchell Pelkey, Ohio State lacrosse. Eh, okay. Says he's done a nice job with a YouTube page on living college life that's almost up to 15,000 subscribers. He's got 16,000 followers on Instagram, 1,055 followers on Twitter. I'm going to go less profitable uh, than you think. Yeah, I- I'm going to say we-, we are more profitable than him. Uh, Spencer Lee, Iowa Wrestling. He's won three national titles. And the Hodge, which is wrestling's version of the Heisman, he's got 111,000 followers on the gram, 38,000 followers on Twitter.com. Okay. Colin Gillespie, Villanova Basketball. Not Colin Gillespie? Nope, different guy. Okay, sorry. Uh, Best player in the Big East. Social numbers aren't anything to write home about, but Villanova fan base is rabid. 44,500 followers on the gram, 7,900 on Twitter.com. So, like, not even half of what you have. 
a little, probably half of what I have. He's got a lot more gram followers than I do. I, I'm too old to have a, a big Instagram following, mm. I think, mm. I mean, and too ugly. Uh, Sam Howell, North Carolina foosball. Oh, okay, now you're getting into somebody that I could see. They should be a top 10 team, top 10 team in the country. He's got 55.7 thousand followers on the gram, uh, 19,000 followers on Twitter, and 10,000 on TikTok. Now, here's one. Uh, I haven't looked her up, so I'm going to have you type in her name, and you tell me, is she hot or not? Okay. You, speaking of which, that's that's Persis Cambada, by the way. Okay. That's hot. I'm sorry. No, no, don't, no, don't you. She looks dis- like a mannequin. Don't you disrespect her. She's dead. Every bald you chick can't, looks like a mannequin. You cannot say mean things about the dead. Lexi Sun, L-E-X-I, Sun, S-U-N. Uh, she's a volleyball player, isn't she? Yes. I've heard of her. Heard of her. A second team All-American who will return mm. to play for her fifth collegiate season. I'm going to go with cute. One to ten. Six and a half. Seven, maybe. She's not a ten or a nine or an eight. Okay. I'm confused I mean, on this one. Yeah, she's okay, right? I mean, she's got seventy five thousand gram oh, no, followers. No, no, that's a six. That's not even a six and a half. I'm, I'm sorry. And thirteen point two thousand Twitter followers. So you have more Twitter followers. I do. Drew Timmy, number fifteen. We all know Drew Timmy. Great mustache. Uh, basically died in the championship game. Did absolutely nothing. Uh, seventy two thousand followers on Twitter. Or no, on Instagram, seven thousand two hundred followers on on Twitter. Are, are we behind the game being on Twitter? Yes. Because like all these guys have fewer Twitter yes. followers than we do. Okay, just checking. Twitter's for old people now, and I've, God, I've, so is, oh no, Twitter's become Facebook, and yeah, Facebook no, has become bec- MySpace, and and Facebook's become the grandparents' yeah. site. Yep. Oh, uh, Derek Stingley, LSU football, hundred thirty five k followers on the gram, forty five thousand on Twitter. Now he's kind of a badass. Uh, I would I would say yes. Number thirteen, Gable Stevenson, uh, Minnesota wrestling. Come on with this. Crap. He's headed to Tokyo with Team USA. His collegiate record is sixty-seven and two. He's got two hundred forty-five thousand Instagram followers and almost thirty thousand Twitter followers. Okay, so that's pretty good. Messiah Russell is number 12, Kentucky track and field. Second largest TikTok following among college athletes at 376,000. That's a pretty big audience. So he's a hurdler. Uh, apparently, that's, that's something people are looking for. Number 11, Chet Holmgren, Gonzaga basketball incoming freshman. Right. He's the number one college basketball recruit in the country. Yeah. Uh, 278,000 followers on the gram, 24K on Twitter, 37K on TikTok. Um, number 10's Alana Walker, Northwestern Volleyball. She transferred, she graduated and transferred to Virginia for her final season. She's Antoine Walker's daughter, 208,000 followers on TikTok. I honestly don't think half these people you mentioned are going to make any kind of the money you think they I don't are. think so either. Ravel seems to think they are. Number nine is Washington football's Brendan Radley Hiles, who is a DB uh, transfer from Oklahoma. Um, he has 172,000 followers on the gram, 66,000 on Twitter. Number eight, Haley Van Lith. We check if she's hot or not. I don't know. Uh, 
uh, rose to prominence as she was taken on by Kobe Bryant and played with his late daughter Gianna, oh. now at Louisville. 721,000 followers on the gram, though. Uh, Chris Alave. How do you spell her last name? Van Lith. Van Space Lith. L-I-T-H. L-I-T-H. Okay, because I was looking at a Y. Uh, not hot. Okay. Chris Alave, uh, Ohio State football, best receiver in the country at Ohio State. Um, I don't know. I think that's a little too high. Number six, Paige Bukers, Connecticut basketball. Okay. Get Eight out of here. Does have 829 gram followers. That's a lot. Now, here's where we're getting serious. Number five, Bryce Young, Alabama football. Okay, I could see that. You're the you're the quarterback at Alabama? Yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, Haley and Hannah Cavender. Maybe do a... Uh, maybe I, I heard you, Aaron. Maybe do a check to see if they're hot, too. Haley and Hannah Cavender. Fresno State basketball. 255,000 and 251,000, respectively, on uh, Instagram. Number three makes sense. Sharif O'Neal, LSU basketball. Yeah. Shaq's son. He's going he'll, he'll he's gonna, to he's gonna eat. Yeah. 2.7 million followers right, on let, Instagram. Can, can I ask you to clarify something? Is he speculating based on what the, he thinks they're going to make? Because of their fame or what they're going to make on social media. This is what he said. Well, I think social media is like in the day we thought, oh, yeah. selling Johnny Manziel T-shirts is the way to make money. Now I think having a big social media following is. But the way I mean, to make no. Money. But if that's if that's the reasoning that I, that explains a bunch of these nobodies that are on there that aren't. Yes. But nobody's Certainly. nobody's going to go pay for. No one's these. buying a Haley Cavender jersey. Yeah. Uh, but Sharif O'Neal will probably make money from both. But two point <laughs> seven million followers on Instagram. Number two's Olivia Dunn, LSU Gymnastics. So two LSU athletes in the top five. She's a gymnast who is a social media phenomenon. She's the only current NCAA athlete with more than a million followers on both TikTok and Instagram. Her TikTok has 3.9 million followers. She's going to make some dough. Mm. And then number one. Uh, my guess is his numbers, and Darren Ravel says as much, his Instagram numbers are boosted from being featured on Netflix QB1 when he was in high school, Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler. 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 377,000 yeah. on Instagram, 62.7 on I, Can Twitter, I just but, say, throw this whole thing out, and there'll be probably 10 football players that'll make a bleep ton of money. And there'll be several... Some hot chick athletes. Some hot chicks, and then there'll be some... High-profile basketball players, but they won't make as much as the football players because they'll only be there one year. Right. So all these wrestlers and whatnots and Lexi sons, you can, eh, whatever. Probably about right. That's just my, I'm no Darren Ravel. All right, let me tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. Uh, Underdog Fantasy is a, a great site if you're looking for less work. If you're looking to play best ball fantasy, Underdog's great for that. If you just want to draft and forget it. Here's something that we haven't talked a lot about on Underdog, but you can play these over-under uh, parlay props where it'll be like, okay, any given night you got these basketball players over-under assists, points, rebounds. They set them. If you, go, if you pick four of them, it's a 10-to-1 payout. What? Uh, yeah, you can you can get all the way up to twenty to one payouts on these things, uh, and you just pick if you think they're going to go over under in in whatever category that's listed there. You get them all right, you can make some big dough. It's a really awesome thing. Here's the great thing about Underdog Fantasy: 
You sign up today using promo code radio. You'll get a free $25 in cash uh, on your first deposit. And that $25 can be used toward the best ball fantasy tournament with a $3.5 million payout, a million dollars for first prize. Guys, check it out, underdogfantasy.com, or check it out in the App Store. Uh, Terms and conditions apply. That's Underdog Fantasy. Wheel. Fun. Sports. ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. So do you still have some left, or did we get through them all? No, that was all of them. Okay. Because I, I, I got to pay off on this Vin Diesel tease. All right. Uh, you know, Vin Diesel plays tough guys, right? Like, Riddick is one of my favorite characters in film. Uh, I, I I love the Riddick character. I, I'm totally into these movies, and I think he's kind of a badass. But there's two things he said in an interview. I'm kind of like, I don't know. First off is that he had to uh, give Dwayne Johnson tough love. Uh, talking about Hobbs and Fast and Furious. This is this is this is. I'm quoting Vin Diesel here. Okay. It was a tough character to embody, the Hobbs character. Really, it's not that tough. Is, is Hobbs the rock? Yeah. yeah. It's not that tough of a character, okay? Imagine the rock playing it's, a role that's really hard to no, encompass. No, this is a rock being the rock. It, it really is. It, it, and I know You, you mean what, in every movie ever? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So it's not really a tough character to embody. <laughs> oh, I was like, geez, that's golly. like, I mean, th- for quality, this may be your best day ever. Strong. Uh, he says, my approach. I just chugged a Red Bull during the break. Oh, okay. My approach at the time was a lot of tough love to assist in getting that performance where it needed to be. As a producer to say, okay, we're going to take Dwayne Johnson, who's associated with wrestling, and we're going to force this cinematic world, audience members, to regard this character as someone they don't know. Hobbs hits you like a ton of bricks. Okay, first off, every <laughs> I, I would say The Rock more pop, more known than Vin Diesel. I'm looking up net worth right now. Okay, all right. But here's the rest. That's something that I'm proud of, that aesthetic. That took a lot of work. The Rock is worth two, two Vin Diesel. Okay. says, we had to get there, and sometimes at the time, I could give a lot of tough love. Not Fellini-esque. The hell is Vin Diesel using? Does Vin, does Vin Diesel really think that Fast and Furious is cinema? Oh, apparently, he said, but I would do anything I'd have to do in order to get performances in anything I'm producing. Okay, now here's 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 the second part. All right, let's this is even better. She is seriously pitching the idea of a Fast and Furious musical. So if you thought, I hate musicals, no, if, I, I won't watch them. Uh, there's very few that I think are worth a damn. If you thought this guy was a tough guy, listen to this quote: "I've been dying to do a musical my whole life." Uh, he said he was this close to doing Guys and Dolls with Steven Spielberg. But we ended up not doing that. For the longest time, I thought the Nathan Detroit role in Guys and Dolls would be a very interesting one to revamp, the one that Frank Sinatra played. And uh, he says, we are talking about the certifiably bonkers Fast and Furious. 
not even a musical can be ruled out. Bro, any any man cards you had left? It ain't great. Yeah, you know, in, in horse racing, you know what happens when they, what, what we call these guys? Geldings. <laughs> I mean, come on. A, first off, a musical Fast and Furious. Second, you're taking Hobbs' character seriously. Hobbs is, is listen, I love I love Hobbs. Hobbs is, and frank, frankly, I like Hobbs and Shaw better than I like the Fast and Furious movies because I like The Rock and, um, and what's his face? Jason Statham. Jason Statham better than I like Vin Diesel in those movies. Now, if you were to put those guys into the Riddick movies, I wouldn't like them as much. Yeah. But The Rock plays the same guy he plays in everything. You know, he's got, he's, he's funny. He's a badass. He makes, he, he's like, he's, you know what he is? And I don't mean this in any way as an insult. He's the modern day Arnold Schwarzenegger. Where Arnie used to do the same stuff, except Rock can actually talk. That's the difference. I don't know that anybody's looking at Vin Diesel and going, yeah, this guy's, he's the real deal. Like, well, I, I, listen, I, I mean, I, he's, I'm not into all his movies. And, and really, all he does now is he's fast and furious, yeah. right? Like, he did that movie about the, the witch hunter that I liked because I like witches and it was a redheaded hot witch. Um, and I, I said, I love the Riddick stuff. Uh, fast and furious to me, I, I, I get why they're popular. And, and I, I don't hate them. I just don't. I'm not going out of my way to watch it. But I thought, all right, and and you guys can roast me on Twitch for saying this. I thought that the Hobbs and Shaw movie was better than any of the Fast and Furious movies. I've never seen Hobbs and Shaw. I'm proud of that. Mm. But you guys feel free to tell me I'm an idiot. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We only have one segment left. Well, awesome. I want to tell you about Hollywood. Hoffman on Hollywood coming up. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5-92.5. This is the Blitz. Blitz. On ESPN 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz, last segment. And since you know, this will transition to Hoffman on Hollywood, I think Houston media critic nailed it. The Rock reminds me of pre-94 lovable O.J. I, I, yeah. Kind of uh, Norberg. I could see that. The, the, yeah. dif- the difference was AJ's, or OJ, AJ, OJ's acting was all comedy, but The Rock's kind of is, too. That's not a bad one. All right. That transitions us into Hoffman on Hollywood. Uh, let's go with uh, the Cosby news, which came out yesterday. And Felicia Rashad, Bill Cosby's TV wife, came out and said a great injustice has been righted. Injustice? Uh, an injustice okay. has been righted. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm a little buzzed. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, you, you did make us slam those things. Yeah, and then I had... Uh, and then you had vodka. Yeah, I don't know why, I, but I, it caught me a little bit. Hmm. Um, She caught it a little bit. She caught a little heat over that. Yeah. She is the... Uh, she's like the the dean of arts at Howard University. Mm, boy, that's not going to go well no. there. 
not great, not great. Um, and but she was excited for Bill. I, I'm just a. I, I feel like the Bill Cosby thing. Even if you're a big Bill supporter, right? You you want to just step back because if you say like, yeah, Bill, justice is finally served. It's like really. Mm. What about for those sixty women? Yeah, <laughs> especially the reason he was let out. It's not that he's not guilty. It was a technicality. Yeah, it was basically a legal it was, maneuver. Yeah, he admitted to giving women quaaludes and raping them while they were passed out. But they weren't supposed to say that to the court. Like that one, that was supposed to be private information. So now I'm not Team Bill on this, and I, I think if you are Team Bill, let's keep it down a little bit. Yeah, just you know what? I, I'm not to not saying I'm Team Bill, but just say what I said yesterday. Dude served three years in prison at 80 years old. He, he probably ain't in very good shape. He probably doesn't have long to live after that. So. Uh, yeah. Britney Spears' dad says he doesn't know he doesn't have control over his daughter's uterus, and wants to know if her testimony was accurate. Uh, James Spears said in court filings la- uh, late Tuesday that he does not have control over his daughter's reproductive choices. Those claims, as reported by the New York Times, stand in stark contrast to recent on-the-record testimony from Britney herself earlier this month. She shocked the nation on June 23rd when she publicly spoke out against her 13-year-long conservatorship for the first time. In a lengthy statement before an L.A. probate court, the famous singer recounted a regime of forced drug usage, strict controls over her daily life that have left her mentally and emotionally spent, and at times being forced to perform against her will as part of a court-ordered system that she likened to sex trafficking. My dad and anyone involved in this conservatorship and my management who played a huge role in punishing me when I said no, ma'am, they should be in jail. And he says, well, that's a lie. Uh, Mr. Spears is simply not involved in any decisions related to Ms. Spears' personal care or medical or reproductive issues. So somebody's wrong on this deal. I'm curious as to who. You know, I'm... What she had to say was pretty damn compelling. I'll, I'll say it really that. was. I mean, and and I, I, I'm pretty good at reading people. I don't think she was lying. I really don't. And because I mean, I watched that interview, and yeah, I, I doesn't mean that everything is exactly the way she says, but I, I, she sure didn't come off like she was lying, and she was very, very compelling. Um. Now, here's here's where I have some questions about what's going on with Brittany. Her dad, who's apparently getting $16,000 a month salary plus $2,000 monthly for office space. Uh, so $18,000 a month, basically, right. to be her conservator, is living in a motorhome parked in Kentwood, Louisiana. Okay. They followed him and found that his he's living in a motorhome next to several storage lots that are filled with memorabilia from his daughter's career. Now it is a nice motorhome. Yeah, you got to be careful with motorhomes because like th- there's some really nice ones out there. Uh, items stacked up outside include a huge fishing net, a table, a chair, a generator, and aluminum scaffolding. Okay, that doesn't sound nice. Uh, several cl- cars, including a tractor, can be seen inside and outside garages. And uh, so I maybe I, I want to say, like, maybe he'd be living better on 20K a month. 
I mean, again, it's a nice mobile home, but 20k a month, you wouldn't you wouldn't think he'd be living in a mobile home, right? Unless there's a drug problem or something. Man. Yeah, I don't exactly. Know. I'll eat that money up in a hurry. It ain't that much. Uh... Megan McCain, your favorite McCain. I think she is, yes. Is leaving The View after four seasons. Yep. She announced it today. She's leaving uh, at the end of the month after four seasons. I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off. This is going to be my last season here at The View. So, much like me, me and Megan McCain have discussed this, and we were like, okay, I'll announce I'm leaving The Blitz. You announce you're leaving The View, and we'll just move to Las Vegas. Hmm. But she decided she's not going to move to Las Vegas. She just said, this is not an easy decision. Took a lot of counsel and prayer and talking to my family and friends. And so where she's moving? Where is she moving? Uh, It doesn't say. I don't Mm -hmm. think she's allowed to say where she's going yet. I know how that goes. But I do think that she's kind of gotten... um, She's taken some some shots. Uh, Whoopi, who is obviously very liberal. Yeah. Has um, you think has given her have given her the business? She she once called herself the sacrificial Republican on the show, uh, but she said that COVID nineteen played a part in her decision to step away. She said it changed the world for all of us. It changed the way, at least for me, that I'm looking at life, the way I'm living my life, the way I want my life to look like. I so I totally respect what she's saying there because that I you know I guarantee I've had some of the some of the same feelings. And James Franco, we remember a couple months back, he settled his uh, his lawsuit where he was, um, it was a sexual misconduct suit against him, where yeah. basically he was accused of having women in his acting classes do inappropriate things. Well, the numbers are out on what he settled for. Yeah. How about $2.23 million? He must have been doing some freaky deaky stuff. Yeah, Hymas, really. Come on. (laughs) So James Franco, he seems so, like, innocuous, but apparently he's a big perv. Yeah, he must be, and he seems likable, you know, on on film, but, you know. Now, the, the lawsuits were filed in the middle of, like, the height of hashtag Me Too. Oh yeah. So maybe he had to pay you, a little extra. You just want him to, you just want him to go away at that point. Yeah. But um but they settled back in February. The numbers just now coming out though. Two point two milli mm-hmm. for James Should have waited until Cosby got out. I think for he might have had to pay less. And that, friends, is another episode of Hoffman on Hollywood. And that show just flew by. Yeah, we're running out of these, man. We are. All right, so uh basketball next, right? Game five of the Eastern Conference Finals of the National Basketball Association. Coming up next. So no uh, no Giannis. Have we heard anything on Trey Young? I don't think Trey's playing either. Oh, I think this is a star-free matchup. This is going to be like watching a Rockets game. <laughs> All right. Uh, Aaron, great job as always. Texters, Twitchers, Tweeters, great job. Rockets, Pistons coming up next. <laughs> AJ Hoppin, great job. That's okay. We'll do it again tomorrow. Come see us at our bar. Till then, stay sportsy, bitches. ESPN 97.5.